Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission to help you focus on Christ. You know, it was uh, several weeks back that we talked about um, the Lord's Prayer. And um, yeah, I'll just tell you, sometimes um, I'll I deal with some anxiety. And um, last night I, I woke up uh, about two o'clock in the morning and I was feeling um, a little anxious. And sometimes when that happens, um, you know, I'll, I'll either kind of just talk to God to you know, try and get back to sleep, you know, that kind of thing. Because a big part of dealing with anxiety to me is is turning it back over to God. Um, and recognizing, just like we talked about last time, being still and knowing that he is God. Um, because when I worry, it's it's because I'm seeing myself as taking control of things or trying to control things. And that's just not reality uh, because God is in control. And so I open up the scriptures and I'm, I'm just, I'm reading actually in Revelation um, 217 and it says I better get my glasses on so I can read it um, he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to the one who conquers I will give some of the hidden manna and I will give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it well the part that struck me there it was the hidden manna. And I got to thinking about what is the manna. And manna was the, the bread that God sent down from heaven every morning during the 40 years that the children of Israel were wandering in the wilderness before entering the promised land. And he gave it to them daily. And I was thinking about that Lord's Prayer thing where we talk about the daily bread. Depending upon God. Yeah. Every day, yeah, to to provide, yeah. So, and Jesus said um, in John chapter six, and here we are in verse thirty-five. Jesus said to them, "I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst." So, we want to talk about Jesus as the bread of life. One of the things I think that uh, traveling um, on short-term mission trips kind of uh, helped me, <clears throat> excuse me, is the different cultures that you um, run into that uh, have such different um, practices that I wasn't used to in, in America. And one of those things is breakfast. Uh, breakfast to me was, you know, as a kid, uh, Fruit Loops. Orange, you know, uh, then I moved to donuts and uh, as an adult now I'm went to major Danish, uh, you know, uh, but no eggs and bacon and, you know, all of the things that we do, we have restaurants now that specialize in breakfast and in most cultures, uh, overseas, other countries, it's bread. I mean, they bring you out this hard bread, hard, cold bread. And I'm going, man, where's the Danish? Where's the, you know, where's the, where's the eggs? Where's the bacon? And can you, can you fry that bread? Can you fry that bread on warm it? that puppy up? <laughs> would you? I need a little cinnamon sugar on there. Um, but it's the importance of bread because to us, bread is just something that 
uh, is a, you know, if you have spaghetti, maybe you might have some bread with it. Uh, but it's an add-on. It's not really the staple or the mainstay. And I think in the scripture, uh, bread was uh, really the main source of uh, food and what they ate. And so to think of Jesus Christ as being the bread of life, uh, for God to uh, give down heavenly bread every day to sustain them is kind of the thought there that sometimes I think we American Christians um, don't really get the full meaning or the intent of it. So, yeah, it's like the sustenance of life. Um, Jack, touch on the, the, the wandering in the wilderness and the manna. And what does that mean in reference to the bread of life? Well, one of the things that, that happened to the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt, um, they were, <laughs> what, a million people or so? Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, so there were, there were a huge group of these people. And uh, Moses and Aaron are, are leading these people. And it wasn't that far from uh, Egypt to the promised land in Canaan. What, about 40 miles or something like that? Yeah, a little more than that, 50 or 70. But it, it, yeah. wasn't, it shouldn't have taken them 40 years. It'd be like going from here to Nashville, maybe. Yeah. To ten, Tennessee. Indiana, yeah. Indiana, so Nashville. 40 years they wandered in the wilderness and uh, they had needs. You had to feed a lot of people. And so um, uh, for the children of Israel, uh, they, they were hungry. And when you get hungry, you get grumpy. And when a million people get grumpy, they were hangry. They were hangry. <laughs> and uh, so the Bible says, depending on your translation, they were murmuring. I like that word the murmuring. best. They were murmuring because take a million people are going Murmur. It sounded like murmur, 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 just this huge complaining, you know, like a, I don't know. And uh, what do you do with these people? Uh, they were longing. Well, they, they were saying, Moses, God brought us out of Egypt into this wilderness so, to, so we could die. So we could starve to death. Yeah. They said, let us go back into bondage, into slavery, because yeah. we had onions there and we had beans there. You know, and you're going... <laughs> that is so typical human oh, beings, right? And uh, it's interesting because God fed them. You know, here it comes out of heaven. It rains down bread. You go pick it up and eat it. And it wasn't too long before they're saying, manna, manna, manna. All we get is manna, murmur, murmur, murmur. Here they yeah, go murmuring again. Yeah. So uh, there were times that God sent meat, you know. Quail. Quail out yeah. of heaven. And, uh, you know, then you got rotten quail. And now you're going to start murmuring again. Yeah. And it was interesting that they would... Uh, think about going back into slavery for their bellies mm, to, wow. for something that would taste good. Yeah. And uh, you have to, <laughs> you have to get deeper than that. My friends, you have to get to the place where you understand that you are the people of God. God is making you into a people and uh, he is going to give you laws that is going to really, in all honesty, civilize you. And you're going to be now a civilized people in a land full of pagans, and he's going to provide for you, and he's going to take care of you. And what do we do? We complain about what he provides. And I think that um, what they had to learn was they had to learn to depend upon God, because like I said, if that uh, they didn't eat it that day, then the manna would rot. It would not mm -hmm. be good the next day. Yeah, if they tried to save extra. If you save extra, you yeah. can't. 
It will not be good the next day. You cannot get a portion of Jesus and think that he is going to last you in that relationship uh, every every day. You have to come to him and have, have a vibrant, vital, moment-by-moment daily walk uh, with Jesus Christ. And he provides the sustenance of your life spiritually and eternally. you got to feed on him every feed day. Feed on him every day. Every day. So if you back up a little bit before that verse in John 6, um, you know, Jesus is saying, uh, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written. This is right before he's telling them that, hey, I'm the manna. I'm, the da- I'm your I daily it. bread. Um, he, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. <laughs> Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And then they said, "Uh, sir, give us this bread always. And he says, I am the bread of life. Um, There's another piece in here where he says, your fathers ate from the manna and they died. And they died. In other words, that bread was to sustain them daily. But when he says, I'm the bread of life, he's saying, I'm going to sustain you forever. Yeah, there's another place in John chapter 6 where... um you know, the um, people are following Jesus and there's now a multitude. And there are reasons that some people would follow Jesus because he healed people. I mean, he, he healed almost anyone that came to him with a need. Uh, he would heal them. And then if they would come and they would listen to him and like normal people, uh, hey, did you bring the lunch? Then we No, we forgot. So they were there listening to him, people being healed, and they got hungry. And so Jesus would multiply for instance, the little boy's lunch and feed the entire multitude, not just once, but several times. The Bible talks about the Jesus feeding multitudes. So a lot of people started following him for the food. Right. You know, it's like, oh, free We're food. Here for the food. Hey, let's go. You know, so everybody's there for the food. And in John 6, Jesus stops, and he turns, and he looks at them. And, you know, I, I laugh. You know, most, most uh, evangelists and preachers are trying to build their congregations, you know, and more and more and more people, the more people come and listen to you or part of your church, the more successful you are. Jesus calls the group. Mm. <laughs> he, uh, he turns to him, he says, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part of me. And he was talking spiritually. He was talking about this belief that you're right. reading here. Right. Unless you receive me, believe in me. They took it literally. What is this guy uh, a, a vampire for heaven's sake, eating of his flesh. And they said, this is too hard for us. This teaching's too deep. And so many of them, the Bible says, turned and left him. Say, oh man, if you're going to get, you know, you're going to get that serious. I thought we were just going to get a good meal out of this deal, you know, then we're out. And so he turns to even to the disciples and he says, will you leave me too? In other words, hey, are you willing to eat of my flesh and drink my blood? Are you willing to totally believe and receive me with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love me? 
or there's the road, you know, you can leave. And they said, where can we go that we can hear the words of eternal life? Exactly. That you're giving you the eternal life through belief in him is exactly what the eating of his flesh and drink of his blood is. Yeah. It's the manna. It's the bread of life that he came to give them. And uh, so it's very, very interesting what Jesus demands. His demands aren't burdensome, he says. The demand is believe in believe me, in trust me. in me. I think that it, in that moment, the disciples understood that they didn't understand. Mm. But yeah. they already knew enough to know that they wanted to stay on and follow because they believed. Even though they didn't understand, they still believed. And then Jesus goes on to say to them, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So, yeah, he's telling them. You know, I don't literally mean eat my flesh and drink my blood, but I mean, you need to feast on me, who I am, the bread of life. I need to become a part of you um, because that that communion in spirit uh, is, is what he's talking about. You know, you know, Jesus is everything to us. Uh, the scripture, I believe, has, I don't know, 60 or 70 names for Jesus. Like he is the water of life. He is the, uh, he's the, he, he was the cloud and the fire that they followed. He, he is the lamb of God. He's the lion of Judah. Right. Uh, some of these things are, are exactly on both ends of the scale, which means he is all things to us. What do you need? He's here to provide what you right. need. And there's a passage of scripture in Matthew 25, uh, when he's talking about prophetically about the end times. And basically he tells them uh, that uh, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was uh, a prisoner and you visited me. I was sick uh, and you, you came to me and all of these things. And I think we could take that literally that we need to feed the hungry and give water to the thirsty and certainly feed the lonely and, and those kind of things. But I think that we can look at that spiritually as well, John. I think that if you could look at those things that Jesus says, the family of God, the believers do for one another, that all of those are Jesus. Absolutely. We provide Jesus. Right. For instance, I was hungry. Who is Jesus? The bread of life. Right. I was thirsty and he gave me drink. Who is Jesus to the woman at the well? I will give you springs of living water, living water. that where you'll never thirst again. Right. Uh, Jesus is uh, the great physician that heals the sick. Uh, Jesus brings us into the family of God and makes us join heirs with him. So the stranger becomes a member of the family of God. Uh, what is Jesus? Jesus is um, holds the key. The Bible says in Revelation, I hold the keys to death and to hell, to Hades. Uh, and so when you're a prisoner in your sin, he is the one who frees us. So we as Christians have everything that the world needs uh, to provide for their needs and freedom and health and eternal life. And it's all Jesus. He's all of them. So I just think that that's that's interesting that he is all of these things to us, and that's who we need to find our sustenance in, and that is in Jesus. And we encourage you. That's what we're about. We want you to focus on Christ every day. 
and find your sustenance and your help and your hope in him. Absolutely. If there are things in, in your world that are getting you down, that are disturbing you, distracting you, giving you grief, causing angst, making you angry, I would encourage you, let those diffuse. Let it go. I'm not saying bury your head and ignore the world, but I'm saying lift your eyes. Focus on Christ. Let Him be your sustenance, your daily bread, your gift from heaven, uh, your hidden manna that you're going to partake of for eternity. Thanks so much for being with us, guys. Um, As always, please uh, connect with us through our email or on Facebook or Instagram. Um, Our email is connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Amen.